Welcome to the HU Piratship Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? You can find us at www.hupirateship.com where we talk about the pirates. You can find us on all social media platforms. You can also find this podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. Link and subscribe. It's year seven, episode number 66, and I'm your host, Big Greek, along with Hamptonite from the HU Pirate Ship. We're back, man. Hey, hey I, I missed you, Hamptonite. <laughs> a, a lot has happened while you were gone. <laughs> Or while we yeah, were going, you know life what? has been yeah. kicking us, been busy, man. Jeez. Yeah, this is career suck, man. It's just like, man, it's just like my career, man, both our careers, man. It's just like I had to kind of ditch one uh, one gig and then focus on this on, on the first one. And, you know, I'm just talking about like staying up till like two o'clock each morning. You know, it's just ridiculousness but hopefully it's coming it'll be done so so you know because it's the end of the quarter and you know end of the quarter is always good and and in the corporate world but unfortunately i'm not in that world anymore (laughs) i'm in a different world but yeah so we're good yep cool man yep we're back so a lot has happened so you know and this episode is gonna be a little bit different but we'll um catch everybody up on the football team and then we'll go over some HBCU football updates, uh, go over men's basketball, uh, women's basketball, and then just talk about the CAA rumors that happened a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, lots to talk about here. So football team updates. We're not going to go over each game because we missed a couple, but uh, just talk about at a high level what's happened with the team uh, most recently uh, since the last podcast. So they're on a two-game win streak, the football team, that is. They beat uh, Gardner-Webb in overtime, 27-21. to 21. And then last week, they beat Campbell, uh, 20, what's that, 28-21. to 21. I was at that game. That was a, a pretty yeah. good game, um, well played by the Pirates. So uh, if they beat North Alabama this weekend, they can finish over 500. In North Alabama, they're like 2-8 and eight or something like that. So they're no pushover, but it's definitely a winnable game. Um, for the Pirates. Uh, during this win streak, um, the Pirates, they just took advantage of uh, a lot of injuries on the other team. And also they have their own injuries. So they just uh, yeah. gutted, gutted out these wins. So that's a yeah. good sign, yeah. man. Great sign for the well, Pirates. So, yeah, what, what are your thoughts yeah. about these games, man? I mean, you know. Well, you know, what, honestly, man, it's just like I was so down in the dumps after the Robert Morris loss. You know, it's just like because we were up so much. And then when we lost, I'm just like, oh. And that's the season right there, I almost felt. Because I felt, you know, we were on such a high, you know, after beating A&T. And, you know, once, you know, once we, uh, once they, uh, so I saw, we figured that they would have a good shot against Gardner-Webb. But, you know, I think when I saw the game going to overtime, because at first, you know, we were up seven, 
And then they went up, um, scored 14 unanswered. And then I think we kind of came back, tied it up at halftime. Then they went ahead and, you know, um, um, oh, no, I'm sorry, we went ahead at halftime. And, you know, everything was great. And, you know, they tied it up late. And, and we just held out. We played a great game against Gardner-Webb. And, you know, I think we saw, like, uh, different – I think the way that the defense, you know, kind of clamped down in Gardner-Webb and the Campbell game is, like, it felt like they made those late adjustments, you know, to keep the, you know, the to kind of minimize their weaknesses, you know, because right now I feel like, you know, it's like the pass rush, you know, it's still kind of a, you know, kind of a concern. And we knew that on the back end, we had a bunch of young uh, defensive backs back there. So, you know, it was for both games, you know, it's like, um, but, you know, they, they played assignment football. And I think that was, that was probably, uh, that's more coaching than anything. So, you know, so I was really impressed with both of those wins, you know, one on the road, one at home. And, you know, both were in a lot of adversity. So it's like, you know, these kids kind of are learning how to win. And so that's very important, you know, in this conference, you know, because, you know, these teams don't know us and we don't know them. And so it's, you know, right now, it's just like, I think uh, us as alums and fans, you know, we're trying to figure out, you know, what do we have here? You know, I think that this season started off with the bang with, you know, we got our little revenge game against, you know, Union. You know, I really honestly wanted to just kind of, you know, just stop a mud hole in the Union. Because, <laughs> you know, just the embarrassment they inflicted upon us, and rightfully so. You know, you know, with in 2019, but you know that was a good win. And then you know we we came back and you know we beat Howard. You know, and that game was uh, something that I mean we expected that, and but it was just certain things we saw in that game that you know really unnerved us. You know, during that time, you know, it was the secondary, and then you know we had some we had then we had the Norfolk State game, and oh Lord have mercy, mm. that game. I, that it's like that game. It just felt like you know it was like we were up, and then they went up, and then we came back, tied it late with Jadakiss, and then you know the overtime thing. And so it's just you know sometimes it's just like your heart can't take too much. So you know, but then we did have a good bounce back with the A and T, and then the Robert Morris was kind of like another crestfall. So, but you know, with these past two wins, you know, with Campbell and um, uh, Gardner Webb, you know, Gardner Webb was really a good game that we played at home, and you know, we kind of stuck to our guns. And I wish more people saw the game because if you just look at the stands, you know, certain it was like one fan on the visitor side um, <laughs> to the left side, and I'm looking at the photo. It's one dude. He was just sitting way at the top in the corner because he probably has the best seat in the house <laughs> and you know it's just like it's like you know it's kind of like but this is the problem this is the thing it's the funny part people are watching on espn plus so i mean we watching and i hear a lot of other folks are watching so that's a big thing but you know it's just like man it was cold of course you know but at the same time we got to get fans in these stands but when you talk to our fans, it's more like, well, I want to see a winning product. So it's a pretty quote. It's a pretty quote for quote. So, 
But, you know, just thinking about thinking back from um, Campbell, just more like the the defense was, you know, was the key because they basically clamped down and make the uh, correct adjustments to keep the game in front of them. And that's that's what I was really impressed with. And, you know, we got a win on the road against a really tough opponent. So happy there. Yep. Yes, it was the defense. I mean, because the offense, they had a couple turnovers in Campbell territory. So, I mean, it didn't even have to be that close, but the defense definitely uh, kept the team in it and more uh, for Hampton uh, 15 defensive end they couldn't stop him like they could not block him I mean he was truly dominant uh, I think he even scored uh, scoop and score in a touchdown he got a sack I mean they, they couldn't block him also uh, number 52 he had a good game as well the middle linebacker uh, just lost his um, his name but only thing that's going to hurt for next week is he got uh, targeting in the second half so I think that means he's going to have to miss the first half of that uh, Alabama uh, game, um, yeah. North and you Alabama know, I, game. I, I watched that and it's just like, I think he's been, this is a lot of, this is him and 54 have been like, they've got, this has happened a lot for to those two. Yeah. And I remember that, that play, the quarterback was running out of bounds and it looked like he wasn't sliding, but he was like, he was already he was falling. And it, to me, it was unnecessary, honestly. It's like, the, I mean, he's a young guy, but sometimes you got to play heads up. you got to yeah. play smart. You know, it was just one of those things. They, you did not need it right there. You know, just let him go down. Like, even if you would have got a shot on that dude, you know, and he was out, you know, it's like, all right, you know, but that's not what you want. That's not what the program's about. So, yeah, yeah, so, it was, uh, yeah, it, like, it was unnecessary. Unnecessary. Um, it's but, like, you ain't got to do that. Yep. One thing I'll say, though, and, you know, at the end of the year, maybe after the holiday, Thanksgiving, we could do a a football wrap up. But number 52, he's on the cusp. He's on on the cusp. Like if he just really is becomes truly instinctive and takes no false steps, it'll be all conference uh, the next two years. So I I know the coaches and he everyone sees what I see when I watch his game, especially live in person. I mean, gosh all the physical things are there. So if he just really masters the game uh, in the film room and, and study, he'll, he'll be all conference next year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so. Definitely agree. Young man, and he flies all over the field. That's the good thing about it. He's good. Sideline to sideline. That, that kid is, he's nice. Yeah. You know, I just need to see how, you know, how he can uh, adjust between the tackles. This is yeah. where, this is where people are looking at. So, yep, yeah, DeAndre, he, needs, he needs to get tougher there. Yep, DeAndre Falk. So, yeah, good luck against uh, North Alabama next week, Pirates. You should be able to uh, take – and also, I've noticed this, man, like we when we've been lucky this year, we get North Alabama after they just came off a game against uh, Kennesaw State. So, I've seen – I've noticed once teams come off of them, they're, they're a little drunk. So, <laughs> we, we get them at <laughs> home. So that this could be that could bowl well for the pirates. So um yeah. It could, but you know, it's just like <laughs> you know, it's just like, oh man. My whole thing with no I mean we beat them at home, but we're playing them like we're traveling all the way down to North Alabama to play. Oh, them, oh no, so. they're coming here. Oh, they're coming here? 
Yeah, they're coming to Hampton. Oh, man, I didn't even know. Yep. Oh, that's right, because they did come in 2019. And in 2020, we would have went down there. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. Yep. <laughs> I mean, this is all – I mean, this is for the taking, man. I mean, this is senior yeah. day at home against these yeah. guys. <laughs> I just – I'm North Alabama, just in your season. Y'all ain't going to be in this big stop next year, no way. So, just leave. <laughs> I'm so, going to miss I playing mean, those guys, aren't you? You know what? I'm just kidding. I mean, <laughs> you know what? No, hold on. I don't want no no, no uh, bulletin board material for them, but at the same time. But that's the thing. The Big South really don't have no. 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 no what you would call it? No. Uh, Coppin States. Well, Coppin States, I mean, they're good, but they don't have any, um, what, Delaware States? <laughs> no, Howards. They ain't got no Howards. Hell, it might be so, us. <laughs> oh, God. well, you know what? Nah, see, it's like you. Can't What's that get, saying? If you if you looking if you looking around for the fool and you can't find him, it might be you. Yeah, you know, Hampton can't be that bad. If Hampton fall off that bad, then we just need to give it up. <laughs> they talk about like, man, I can't wait to play Hampton. Then that's bad. No, nah, I'm just kidding. I mean, nobody says that. I mean, every even if we don't win, it's still a challenge. So we're not we're yeah. not doormats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always competitive. Uh, yeah. yeah, so let's hope uh, they get that win, finish six and five uh, for the year. Some other uh, interesting HBCU football news. So South Carolina State, they win the MEAC uh, basically because Norfolk State lost uh, to Delaware State last week. But because of that, South Carolina State wins the MEAC and they're headed to the Celebration Bowl. So in a quirk, they, they need to beat Norfolk State. Win or lose against Norfolk State this weekend, they go to the Celebration Bowl. But I, I'm sure everybody hopes that they win so they'll be, at least be over 500 uh, when they go to the Celebration Bowl. So that'll be interesting, man. What do you, How do you think they're going to fare against presumably Jackson State? God, it's going to be a bloodbath, you know. <laughs> I mean, Buddy Pugh don't have the dogs that he had back when he had, like, Malcolm Long, you know. And uh, I remember he had uh, – God. I mean, oh, he had Leonard. Dis- oh, yeah. 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 Of course, Leonard, yeah. you know. Every, but you know who was better than Leonard? Who? That That defensive tackle. Hargrave. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Oh, my God. We, that, oh, he was a monster, man. And then, you know, then he had all those running backs. He had Deshaun Baker. And, man, he just ran over the me at rough shot. He broke Alonzo Coleman's record. Yeah. You know, so, you know, Pugh used to have some dogs back in the day. Then he had Cle- – I, we remember Cleveland McCoy. You know, he had, he had some – but, you know, it's just like I, I think now we look at South Carolina State you know, even though they won the MIAC, they're still a shell of their former selves, you know, because honestly, you saw what AT did to yeah, <laughs> this yeah. past weekend. So this is good for South Carolina State. You know, this program, it's not the program the university needs to win. So, you know, go, hey, Bulldogs, go down to Atlanta. You know, stay out of Linux Square Mall, though. Linux Square Mall. <laughs> I mean, they are robbing folks, man. You saw what they did to Young Dolph. It was in Memphis. But trust me, young Dolph, they was going after him in Atlanta too. Well, don't they go said, Linux at, Square at, at Linux Mall, you got to be 18 and over to be in by yourself, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Don't, hey, guys, don't get me started. That's my hometown city. <laughs> the A. And yeah. I mean, it's like what we doing in that city is, oh, Lord, it's these babies, man. But, you know, I ain't mad at them. You know, they're they going to do what they do. But 
Back to the celebration poll. Enjoy it. <laughs> South Carolina State. It's y'all time in the spotlight. I, you know, keep going. Um, as far as Norfolk State was concerned, you know, I remember when Pete Adrian uh, was um, was coaching that Norfolk State team. They had uh, they had a squad that year. They had um, that kid from Colorado State. I forgot his name. The quarterback, uh, Cody Hanson. Yeah, Cody Hanson. That dude was woo. He, he, yeah, he ran, he was running through to me at, and uh, Delaware State was quietly good that year. And they were up, um, I think, 14 or 10 late. I'm talking about late, late, like, like people about to go home late. And I think Delaware State uh, just rattled off, I think, a good 13 points and won by a field goal. You know, it was just, they, they tied it up and won it by a field goal real late. And, you know, it was just a, it was an epic collapse. And I just remember listening to it on the radio, just hearing the Norfolk State fans just like, just, you know, they were just disgusted. And this honestly was the exact same thing. And I watched this game, you know, and this is why I watched it. And I saw when, I mean, literally, there's no way Norfolk State should have lost. They blocked the punt. They scored easily at will the first half. And then they were they slept walk that whole second half, and honestly, it's like just watching it. You know, you're just seeing what um, what uh, what Delaware State did. They basically just they they stuck in it, but you know, they even had um, they had mistakes in the second half. They threw interceptions in the second half, and they still won the game. So honestly, uh, Pootie Carter, you know, played like you know Pootie. So I mean, at the end of the day. They, they lost the game, and South Carolina State wins it. They deserve the win. You know, let, let them get that shine in the celebration ball. I know, uh, what's his name, uh, from MEAC fans, uh, SC, was, was it, uh, 87, uh, SC 87, whatever his name is, or, mm-hmm. you know, who always who always talks about going to the playoffs. I'm like, you better enjoy the celebration ball, man. You get national TV spotlight, and you get to play Jackson State. Yeah, enjoy it, man. I would rather be doing that right now than going to, I don't know, where, 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 where would South Carolina State go to? Today? They were probably yeah. a regional game. They probably, yeah. they might be at Kennesaw if Kennesaw doesn't get a bye. Yeah. Um, something like yeah. that. Yeah, they'll be at Kennesaw or another pro. Yeah, Kennesaw. And then, oh, yeah, okay, then Kennesaw's closer. I mean, it's a, it's just, it's still like a, it's about an hour outside of Atlanta. You go to Kennesaw just to get a beat down in front of no TV money. And the beat down will be serious, man. I'm talking about serious. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, y'all really want that? Nah, go ahead and go to the Celebration Bowl, man. Yeah, get, and you know, and I, I say, we probably being presumptuous, like, we're assuming uh, Jackson State is going to win, but they still got to play that uh, SWAT title game, right? Yeah, that they got to get there. Yeah, they well, they play in Alcorn this week, and um, and but Alcorn did, did they just lose the purview, or did they? Yeah, they just lost the game, right? I so, think so. Yeah, Alcorn just lost, so mm-hmm. it'll be um, so but Alcorn, you know. I mean, they still got, I like Felix, uh, was it Felix Harper? You know, I, I mean, I, he's still a good, he's still a good, you know, kind of good QB. But, you know, those dogs at Jackson State defense, man. Oh, they just, man, they beating people up, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, we saw, I saw him play Southern. 
and you can just tell they just took Southern. Like Southern was just like they they, they weren't ready. I mean, they they tried, but Jackson State right now with what uh, Coach Prime has done, they're just a whole new dog. That that's a whole new different animal. But this is my thing. FAMU and Jackson State are in the same division, so they're going to win it regardless, you know. And But this is the question. Now, Jackson State is not eligible for the playoffs, right? I mean, because of the SWAC thing. So they have to go to the Celebration Bowl, right? Yes, that's right. All right, so this is my thing. Prime goes to Celebration Bowl. He does it for one year. Next thing you know, he's going to say, hey, get, if we win the SWAC, we don't want to play the SWAC championship game. Take us to the playoffs. We already we, we said that at the beginning of yep, this year. That we said happen. it at the beginning. He's gonna say, "I want JMU." He's gonna say, "I want I want Kennesaw. I want, I want them schools." You know, that's what he's gonna say, and it'll it'll be the second second ranked team going, you know, to the uh, celebration ball. So, I mean, we, and we've said that. So, yeah, but ESPN is not. You know, that's a contractual thing, so they would. They may have to renegotiate that to even allow yeah. that to happen. Oh, um, yeah, because because if you think about it, what, like, I mean, yeah, okay, Dion wants to do, I mean, Coach Prime might w- wants to play like the the Kennesaws or the, or, you know, those other little, you know, pro, the Northern Iowas, you know, the, the, uh, the, the uh, North Dakota states, you know. Yeah, he wants to play those programs. But do the Jackson State alum- – oh, okay. The Jackson State alums, you know, they'll probably be like, eh, you know, I mean, yeah, you you want to win that kind of championship? Yeah. But, but imagine this. Imagine this. Like, so the Celebration yeah. Bowl is one great game uh, one day in early December. Now, imagine yeah. if Jackson State makes a deep run in the playoffs. They have three primetime games on ESPN. Every oh, week. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. oh, I mean, bro, come on. what would you bro. take? <laughs> oh, bro. Oh, no, no. I'll take that in a heartbeat. And I want Dion to go to the playoffs. I- I'm for that. But I'm just thinking about, you know, folks in Jackson, they can go on the, like, let's say like, okay, if Jackson State has a high, high, if does not have a high enough rank and they got to start traveling, you think they're going to Northern Iowa? They ain't going there. You know, they, they might go to Fargo, North Dakota, just to, <laughs> to, just to bring the sun. And who bringing the sun and boom with the sun? Ain't nobody bringing them. They might have to bring a pep band. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, but that's if they got to travel, you know. But like, can you see North, North Dakota State coming down to Jackson State? <laughs> right. Hey, but remember this also. Yeah. Remember one of our best podcasts a couple of years ago, we broke down what it takes to get. Uh, and that large bid, um, mm-hmm. the SWAC in Jackson State, if they want to like uh, hedge their bets, like they're going to have to schedule better just to even get in that large, because that's what yeah. is most likely going to bite FAMU in the butt. So assume that FAMU beats Bethune Cookman, they're going to be nine and two. Like none of the prognostications that I've seen have them in the playoffs yeah. because their strength of schedule is going to be like. 111th out of 122. Yeah. So, yeah, and they don't have uh, anybody in the room to fight for a SWAC uh, bid in the playoffs. And the only yeah. HBCU 
connection that I'm aware of that are in the selection committee room is oh. Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so and I you mean, know Eugene gonna be like ah. I hope I mean yeah I you know what yeah. honestly I can't say how he was swing. I don't know him no, at all. You, you know, I, you know what I would say is you would definitely fight for FAMU. Uh, I think you would fight for FAMU, but yeah. you know, it's just like this is my thing. You know, yeah, I mean, and this is my thing. FAMU is actually a good program. You know, yeah. it's like now, how many slots? I don't. I'm not familiar with FCS because we ain't been in it. We haven't been in the FCS playoffs since 06, 07, 06, Yeah. So, how many slots? Are, are given for playoff program. Let me look this up because I, I looked it up the other day uh, just to see what FAMU's uh, odds are. So I know like the first eight teams, I think they get a buy. It might be 24. Mm. So um, I'm, I'm going to keep looking for that. But uh, I checked out the bracket too. Uh, let's say for now, 24. And then yeah. – the eight there's eight auto bids and then there's an aq7 which i cannot understand what that means for the life of me but that looks like that goes to sam houston state all those eight top seeds i think they get a buy two on the first week yeah yeah and but you you know it's all um you know you basically it's a selection committee and you need to have somebody in the room fighting for you so the swack i don't think they have any representation in there and they give up the auto bid and the strength of schedule is weak, so I just yeah. can't see it. And to be honest with you, uh, you go on these these message boards and you talk to like them big, uh, you know, the other big. They don't really respect the, respect the swag or the MIAC. No. So no. they call it the bye week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay. I mean, and you know what? I would call it the bye week too. You know, based upon our performance. You know, so. It's like sooner or later, somebody got to win. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just think that, you know, sometimes our programs are, you know, even though they're division one, we still, if like we're afraid of those good division two programs. Yeah. Or, and, you know, or because, you know, because some of these, a lot of these division two programs have better facilities than, than most of um, the MEAC SWAC program. I'm not going to say SWAC, because SWAC got facilities. You know, I just think the SWAC... Some of them. Oh, yeah, some of them. Even the Mississippi Valley States, they actually putting money into their program, man. You know, Arkansas Pablo, they got some... You know, they they got some... I mean, okay, they got football facilities. Their basketball is kind of scrimping. Alabama State got, you know, nice... Alabama State Southern... You know, they got good basketball facilities and football, but, you know, pretty much everybody kind of has something nice, you know. Right. So I'm, I'm looking here. I'm looking at the uh, the 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 um, seating now. So the uh, one so there's several prognostications, but they all kind of look like this right now. FAMU is sitting at the 30th uh, ranked Ooh. team to get into Ooh. the playoffs and they only yeah. allow 24 in. Oh no. Um, and you know who FAMU needs uh what they need to happen to help them. They need Kennesaw State to beat Monmouth this week. Mm. Because if Monmouth wins, they get the auto bid. If uh, and uh, Kennesaw yeah. and if Kennesaw State loses, they'll likely get in that large bid. But if yeah, Monmouth loses, yeah. they're out. Yeah. So yeah. FAMU yeah. actually should be rooting for uh, Kennesaw State this weekend, but it, it, I just can't yeah. see it happening. 
knowing so how is, this, is, is FAMU ranked? To that, in some polls, they're like 25th. Because uh, I was like, if they're ranked, they should have a spot. But Well, we've seen that in the past. They they, yeah. they really don't respect Miak and Swat uh, football. Yeah, you know what, but we just have not given them enough to respect anything in such a long time. Right. And, you know, I get it. So, yeah. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, but let's see. The, they, yeah, they got to beat Bethune first because Bethune's playing better. And that's yeah. a rivalry yeah. game. So they got to win yeah. that game. Uh, also, you know, we we, forget, we need to talk about uh, Grambling football, Grambling oh, State football. yeah, your man Fobbs, man. What, what happened? You know what, man? I mean, I will say this. Um, outside of, you know, our alma mater, you know, we always follow other programs. I would say I, I always follow FAMU's program because, you know, I really wanted to go to FAMU outside of high school, but, you know, I just figured, you know, I enjoyed Hampton better. And, um, my whole thing was, um, uh, but I'll, you know, to me, I always follow Grambling too, because I have friends that went to, you know, to Grambling. And, you know, I always liked, I always admired their program when Robinson was there. But, you know, it's just like now, it's like I felt that when Fobbs got there, I was like, man, you could tell he loved being at the um, university. You know, you know, you could tell, you know, he, he his father, his father, um, uh, was it Lee Fobbs? You know, you know, he, he was, he coached there too. And so Broderick was there. So he was a, he's a Grambling guy. So. I, you know, I think when I hear these, uh, these Gremlin folks or, you know, all these, what's his name on, um, Daddy Tiger yeah. on, on me. Yeah. And the rest of those dudes, Crane, Ed Crane, you know, they have this delusion that, oh man, you know, he just, he won good. The, the, the brother had a very good record at, um, at, um, Gremlin. I don't have it in front of me, but I think it's like 54 and 31, something like that. That's pretty good. It's very good. But, but then I I saw that message from a former assistant, and he said this quote: uh, "Broderick Fox took over a program that was in shambles and built it with love and passion. During this time, there were they during this time there they went through four presidents, five athletic directors, five compliance directors, four sports information directors, little to no academic support." terrible facilities, minimal funding, and he still found a way to compete and win. Dang, Whoa. Not grim. I mean, we knew about the walkout, <laughs> you know, that little walkout thing, you know, so I got that, you know, but for presidents, I mean, that's not even a revolving door. That's like, that's bad. That's terrible. He, he was there since 2013. Four presidents and in what, eight years? That's terrible. Five athletic directors, even worse. Five and he chose to quit before he, this yeah. uh, uh, the yeah. game against Southern, right? That yeah, of course I would too. You know, it's just like this is my thing. You know, it's like for those guys. I mean, look, all right, yeah, you grambling, you got story history. Yeah, we get that. Roll, rolling my eyes, but this guy was like, listen, I thought he was a good coach. I felt that you know he probably, you know, hit a snag. And sometimes it is hard to win if you don't have, if you have threadbare facilities or threadbare funding. It's like, 
Ed Crane and Daddy Tiger have Ruth Chris appetite with McDonald's money. And I'm dead serious. Grambling is a story program, but y'all ain't got no money there. And y'all mean to tell me that y'all want to go ahead and, uh, oh, we're going to pay out the coast. Wait, what? Nickels and dimes? Get out of here, man. <laughs> I mean, Roderick Fobbs, man, you know what? You deserve better. You're going to be fine. Somebody's going to pick you up. Don't worry about that that ramshackle ass program. I'm sorry. Well, you know, I'm, I'm calling this, you know, for the rest of the swag. This is the Dion primetime effect. And ah. also, fam, you. I mean, they all worried about getting left in the dust. So everybody's man, getting nervous, man. And they talk so no, much trash there in the swag, oh, you know. Man. You know, ain't so, no celebrity man. coming to Grambling. I'm sorry. Ain't hey, no you never know. It's like a Marshall, you know, uh, well, Marshall, look, Mar- they got two good examples, right? Look, you got Dion now. Even if it's smoke and mirrors, TCU's interview. Oh uh Akron is interviewing uh Eddie um George. If That's anything, right. a HBCU can be a uh, initial stepping stone to a larger uh coaching opportunity. So I you know who uh, they might be getting some real candidates who are interested in that program. Uh, yeah. Look. I mean, you know what? You you'll get some interesting. Like this month, this is what I'm gonna say. They had Rod Broadway, and he could not wait to leave. Yeah. He could not wait to leave. So let's keep it real, Grambling. You know, Daddy Tiger and and or Crane and whatever. You know, it's like listen. You had a guy who was committed to the program. All right, yeah. You know, he had some issues, but heck, I mean, how you gonna win with that? You know, it's like. Just, it's like when I hear four presidents, five athletic directors, I mean, athletic directors. I mean, we blessed that. we. I mean, we had, um, whatchamacallit, for forever, um, Dennis Thomas forever. And then, you know, after Dennis Thomas, you know, we had, I forgot this, uh, the guy, but he was there for five years. And then we've had, we've been blessed to have Eugene for a while. So, I mean, wow. It's like and five compliance directors, four SIDs. That's not and no academic support. Mm. I mean, that to me, that I mean, I, I mean, I know this is what this guy is saying, and you know, you can't really take these words lightly, but I can probably say this is probably close to true. Oh, because, yeah. Because you you can feel this at Grambling, you know. So I mean, yeah. So okay, you know, good luck. You know, good luck getting Marshall Falk. Yeah, yeah, or or who, who, what? Ed Reed? Oh, he, oh, yeah, Ed Reed gonna come. He gonna come to Grambling. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, he isn't he from? He is from Louisiana. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Would not be surprised. So, like, but what can he do though? That's what I'm gonna know. What can like? I mean, okay, look at Jackson State before. I mean, gosh, you know, I'm not. Jackson State was not a destination before yeah, Dion. I, I mean, you could—they were arguably in the same situation as Grambling. I agree. So, I agree. but Dion is a superstar, though. He's a supernova. He has a magnetic ability. He people are attracted to him. Marshall Falk does not have a magnetic ability. No, Marshall Falk is Stump Mitchell. You know, with the <laughs> Southern Hatter, you know what I'm saying? So, now, I would say, I would say Ed Reed. He he has a personality. 
I mean, uh, you know, but you know what, though? I mean, who knows? On the field, though, I mean, Marshall Falk, you know, yeah. I remember him when I was I was in high school. And uh, yeah. he, was the, he was at San Diego State, the best college yeah. running back I may have ever seen. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, so anyway, that's a that's a tangent, but I, I th- you know I think they're going to get some surprising candidates. That's that's you know guys who you know these PWIs you know they ain't giving Dion a chance, they ain't giving Marshall a chance, but we will. <laughs> so yeah, we will, and then they're going to turn our back and go go where go to Akron, go to TCU. All right, bye. I mean, okay, all right. I get it. I get it. They pay more. Go. You know what? Right. Go. I get it. Right. Right. And then, you know, one other football story, man, that caught my eye was Bowie State. Now, they've won three straight CIAA titles. I mean, man, they're bad. I mean, that defense, yikes, they they, yeah. they travel. Now, a little trivia. The last team to win three CIAA titles in a row was what? The Hampton Pirates, 92, 93, yeah. 94. Who knew? Yeah. I even forgot about that. That's why we left, man. Yep. Why, you know. But when we left the Miac, me and when <laughs> <laughs> took a while. <laughs> I mean, oh no, no, we came into Miac beating everybody. Yeah. I mean, but... to like get a champ. When did they get the first championship in the Miac? Was that the first year? Yeah, first year. 97, wow. 98 season. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, that's what I was looking at. I was looking at Wikipedia, just look at over these past 30 years or so, whenever yeah. a team is really dominant in the CIAA, they start, yeah. they plan to move out. So mm-hmm. I, I haven't heard any rumblings at all of Bowie State moving, but if anybody is prime, um, they are, because it seems like once a team becomes dominant, I mean, Winston-Salem State, uh, they left, came back, you know, Hampton, we know Hampton's yeah. story. Um, there's always some rumblings about um, stepping up to Division I One. Think so Bo- I think Bowie doesn't have the facilities. They got, no. they have they have everything else, but they they don't have none nowhere near the facilities. So they will have to do they will have to start building stuff. Um, Virginia State is still the closest, but you know Virginia State is playing it smart. They yeah, they're smart. Play. They're smart, man. Right, we're not dealing. They, they don't want to deal with this. Not, and I agree with them hundred percent. They know their lane and they're going to stay in their lane. You know, it's like, you know, playing Delaware State ain't beneficial to them. You know, Right, right. Going to South Carolina State and having them big old hillbillies, you know, beat up on them. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm talking about black hillbillies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, me, yeah okay. I got you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Orange big birds, old country yeah. boys, man. Yeah. I've been, I've been, you know, I mean, my, my roommate in this wild part, my roommate, you know, sophomore year, his father went to South Carolina State, and we ended up staying with him. You know, we played Hampton played him, and yeah, boy, Orangeburg is different, man. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, let's watch. I mean, look, we'll just see what Bowie State does because we'll, we'll get into the CAA talk a little bit later. But there's so much movement going on. Um, there's going to be some interesting moves coming up, but. Yeah, so that's the football world. We can go over women's basketball real quick. So they are one and three uh, at the moment. Um, they they lost at Columbia. They did beat Delaware State in Delaware State. They lost at home to Richmond big time. And then they lost uh, at East Carolina uh, here in North, in North Carolina. So uh, quick takeaways. Um, 
when they, you just watch, it looks like the ladies, they don't want a lot of 50-50 balls. Um, they, they're just a step slow. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's just it. I mean, they're just, just a step slow. I don't know if that's leg, tired legs, or too much practicing. Nah, or just... it, it's, it's too early in the season for them to be tired. Honestly, man, they, they, they're just missing um, uh, Varnsdale, man. I mean, uh, what is it? Is it Varnsdale? Yeah, it's Varnsdale. Um, yeah. Uh, and, you know, that just breaks my heart, man, you know, with that young lady. You know, it's just like, is she, is she like, where's she on the roster? Yeah. Roster. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, that just – you know, my heart goes out to them. I think that this team, they they do look a little bit unathletic. You know, it's like it's like they might be probably built for the big south programs, but right now it's like it seems like it's a matchup issue, honestly. You know. Agree. Agree. Yeah. Like you watch that Delaware State game. Yeah. That's what they're built for. They, yeah, I mean, they're built for that type of ball. But not they're know. not built for uh, you know teams because you know once you get out of hbcu world the front lines are a little <laughs> bit bigger i'm saying no yeah. the front lines are a little more a little bit bigger a little more yeah uh athletic and typically six teams are able to handle that that's why they've got so many upsets out of conference but this team yeah uh is lacking some foot speed that's that's oh that's, yeah. yeah yeah definitely lacking foot speed and you know it's just like it's just, you know, it's just like, and the turnover from last year, you know, it's just like, you know, 16 turns over a lot, you know, because I remember we lost, um, um, who did we lose last year? We lost uh, uh, Sweeney from last year. And, you know, she was more of a role player, but, you know, it's just like, I think with six teams, you know, you know, six honestly hasn't found his footing in the Big South yet. And no. so. Mm-mm. He just needs to kind of figure out what is it going to take to win there. And, you know, it's hard because you can't really get a read on Big South women's team. I, I do see that they're longer, you know, and they, they, that whole, um, that tiring defense, you know, doesn't really work, nope. you know, for, on the Big South because it's, it's like they're, the team they're playing are lumbering teams. So they're not really, like what they're used to in the MEAC. So it's just a lot of things that they got to get used to. Yep. Yep. So this, this, this year, let's just hope they get better as the season goes. And uh, yeah. they just, cause they also have a lot of new players too. So please become. Yeah. It's gonna take, definitely going to take some time. Yeah. So maybe, you know, the, the speed thing is maybe they're thinking a little bit too much instead of just, uh, just being pure athletes running around without thinking. And, and maybe once they really, understand what six wants you know then then everything will come together so yeah so they're uh you know struggling early on to the men's team so the men they're two and one they beat mid-atlantic christian i think the division two and then regent yeah struggle with regent that shouldn't have been as close as you think it was yeah yeah and they lost to towson you know one thing I, i noticed with the pirates is what everyone thought before the season started. Like they can't shoot. Can't shoot. Can't and shoot. This is so this like this is never like this is the first um joint of the team that we've seen that can't shoot. Yeah. Like they were just throwing threes <laughs> for that time. So, they look like me they, out there. <laughs> uh, yeah. But you know what though? This could be because kind of kind of could work for our, our advantage because honestly, 
a lot of the big soft programs are not really shooting programs. You know, they a lot of the big soft programs are back to basket programs. Now, Radford, when we played them, they're a, a shooting team. And, you know, and Tubby Smith's program is a shooting team and along with Winthrop. But everybody else, you know, it's kind of a back to the basket, lumbering, you know, set up the half court style type of basketball. So this could definitely work for us. And another thing is it feels like our team is much more athletic. So yeah. that's that is good in our favor. So, you know, um, that loss that we had to Towson, it was a bad loss, but, you know, we were down 10 at half, and then you can just tell we just looked lackluster coming out the second half. So um, I just kind of think that, um, you know, we just got to kind of figure out where we're going with the program. And I know we got Wofford coming up next. You know, that's a def- that's a game we could definitely win. Um, then Georgia Southern, you know, Georgia, then, you know, you got the big boys. And Georgia Southern, I'm going to call it big boy. You know, they're just um, – that's just, uh, you know, they're just, uh, they're Statesboro, Georgia. I, I, I know I'm familiar with them. They, they never really had a good basketball program. So yeah, they're Towson-like. Um, It'll be like yeah, Towson. Towson. Yeah, Towson-like, you know, a bunch of, you know, I would say kind of, it, it, it's just like, just like bigger Big South programs. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, we have, and then we got Norfolk State coming up, and that's the big one. That's the Chris Fall special. So I'm excited for that. So, and then yep. we got the Battle of the Bay, and, along, and then we play Morgan State out there in, in Arizona, too. So I do like um, some of the pieces that we have on the roster. You know, Garvin is nice, very nice. Garvin is, you know, you know, we, lo- we love, I mean, I, we, we saw him coming in, I think, from Nickel State, and we were mm-hmm. like, all right, that boy, he's serious. Yeah. We knew about Deuce, Deuce and Godwin, you know, they're good. And uh, Dickens, man, you know, I like, I like, he kind of has that slinky quality, you know, kind of almost like you remember, uh, God, what's that guy from, um, uh, your, uh, one of your Knicks guys, uh, God, John, oh Lord, he played at Syracuse, but, you know, I think playing for the Knicks, I forgot his name, but, uh, big tall dude, but, um, he has that quality, um, I'm gonna be thinking about that dude's name all night. <laughs> as soon as we done, it'll come. To like you. It, Marcus Camby, like oh, Camby man, Camby man. Yeah, I'm not. It's not Marcus Camby, but it's the other guy. But usually he got game. So, um, John. Oh my god, I'm gonna look him up now. But, um, but yeah, I like Dickens. We have Dickens. We got good, good talent on that on, on that team, and um, I I just kind of want to see where they go, you know, because. Amir Nesbitt, you know, he was supposed to play um, last season and, you know, he he had a really bad, um, a really bad uh, injury. So it's good to see him back as well. So, um, yeah, there's some good players there. So yeah. we'll see me, how they go. We'll see how it goes. Let me tell you from from watching uh, the team and just, you know, reading about them. So my my key to the team, you know, normally, you know, there's always one guy on a joiner team or every basketball team was like is the the key. Um, and, and this year it's, uh, the big man, um, how did his name just slip my tongue? (laughs) Uh, the center, you just said his name, uh, Dickens, Dickens, Dickens. Dickens, because the offense isn't there yet. You know, it can get there, but it's not. So you gotta be locked in on defense and, you know, you gotta make teams shoot very difficult shots so you can get the rebounds and get out on offense. I mean, that's what, you know, um, his team joiners seems like the run. 
But yeah. if the teams are making their shots and you pulling it out of the bucket and you got to set up a half-court offense that's struggling, that's not going to work. So Dickens needs to alter shots, stay out of yeah. foul trouble, yeah. and then, yeah. you know, allow, get outlets and run. And then that's yeah. their game until the offense gets together. But Dickens is the key. Yeah. You got to stay out of foul trouble. Definitely got to say. Because he can change the game. He is a legit yeah. a Division One center who can change yeah. ball games. Absolutely. And I found the doppelganger, John Wallace. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. John Wallace kind of and Candyman, you know. Yeah. But this my thing is, um, yeah, and I definitely agree. He's definitely a shot alterer. You know, it's like I don't want to see him get all the way up to that three-point line, you know, just keep, you know, stay where he needs to be. You know, it's like, you know, because he all he's altering shots. And I kind of want to see that um him and Thomas, you know. That, you know, maybe kind of like a, a him and Najee Thomas, you know, to kind of see how that works or him or Luke. Is it Therian or Therian? Yeah, that's uh, yes, a good question. He's 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 got some potential. He has some potential. He's young, though. So yeah. he's young. He's, so, you know, I kind of want to see how that big lineup works. But, you know, they're probably going to keep it, you know, you know, uh, fluid with, you know, with the speed. So I definitely think Dickens is is definitely you know, somebody we need to, they need to focus on, you know, making sure that not he, that he gets, he's going to get his touches because he gets a lot of putbacks, you know, oops, alley oops, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff. So, you know, but this whole shot blocking thing is like, the fact of the matter is don't, don't you ain't, you can't drive on that team. So that's going to help. Yep. Yep. So yeah, let's hope, hope they, that defense tightens up They run the floor and then maybe the shooting will round to come, come into form uh, as the season progresses so let's hope for that um and then last but not least man the caa rumors so maybe harvey's dream will become a reality soon (laughs) so it's been rumored that hampton has been in talks to join the colonial athletic association the league with william and mary and richmond and delaware and all those guys james madison they're leaving so a spot is opening up and apparently the teams, the, the conference runs from Maine to North Carolina. So traveling is, is, is tough for them. So they want to split the league in two and have a North and South division. And they're looking for teams to join the Southern division. So Hampton was rumored. Howard was rumored. Uh, who knows who else they're talking to. But um, where there is smoke, there's fire. Um, there is change coming. Who knows if Hampton is involved, but everything's changing. You've got, you know, um, Kennesaw state leaving the big South football next year. You've got, uh, uh, North Alabama leaving. And then the teams that they were going to play with in the Atlantic sun, they're leaving some of those. So there are holes there. So there's holes everywhere. So, um, there's going to be some change, uh, coming. So, you know, initially Hampton, it was, it was funny. I was, I was, I wasn't even mad. I was like, why do we want to go to CAA? (laughs) And then somebody, Somebody close to me said, who knows sports, they said, you guys are already in the Big South. What's the big difference? <laughs> like, what's the, what's the big difference? <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, that's a yeah. good point. Only thing is, yeah. CA is even more competitive. So yeah, uh, yeah. just take a drive yeah. over to William & Mary and look at their facilities yeah. and stuff. So you're just going to have to step up uh, yeah. another level I, if you want to compete. Just, yeah. I just think it's a bad idea. I mean, I do. I never wanted to join the CIA. No, me neither. CAA. And 
the vast majority of Hampton alums and supporters did not want to go to the CAA. You know, Dr. Harvey in that little, you know, going over there with his hat and coat in his hand. You know, <laughs> it's like, no, why? It's like, want to do that? It's like, no. And it like they were like, definitely not. And this is what we a lot of us do not like about, you know, that type of mentality. We no, we didn't want to go there. You wanted to go there so you could. And I mean, if you think about it, you know, we couldn't we weren't going to win there. You no. know, James Madison, Richmond. I mean, it's not like and this is not a loser mentality. It's more like they, you know, money. money for money. We got all right. We have we have HBCU money. That's, we got and we got money. We got a lot of that in the HBCU verse universe. But outside of it, that's a whole different Yo, level. William and Mary has slave money. <laughs> they got money from when we were enslaved. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> they got our ancestor money. Right. So we we going to compete with that, you know. I mean, and I hope you guys hear that. Yeah, know? it's no. I mean, it's a thing. No, it's it's, it's you know, not a it's, secret. We, no. And I I've been to Zable Stadium, you know, when we played them, and it just was not an easy feeling, you know. So. It's like my even my, my wife came and she was just like, we need to get out of here. It wasn't <laughs> like they were being hostile. Oh, you know the like, feeling. Hey, we, we know the it, feeling. It was a feeling. It was like, like I remember it was a, it was a guy who sat behind us, you know, and he was belching. He was drunk. He was talking. <laughs> he was talking about our kicker. He was loud. And I just remember a lady two rows in front of us just saying, oh, my God, if he just says the wrong thing, it's going to turn. You know, something's going to happen. And I was it was me and my wife only sitting there. She think I was going to turn around and start fighting. I was just sitting here like, no, hell no, no way. No way we should we should be in the CAA. And and and, and this another thing is like William and Mary built. Uh, another what uh, they like they built up their stands in the back, you know, on, on that on the on the, on the visitors side, visitors or home side, whatever side that was, they built another row of seating, and they got that Jimmy Laycock Center in the back. You know, that's money. Yeah, that's money. Hampton got that little bitty you know Rinky Dink Armstrong Stadium, which they are upgrading by the way. We got the Communication Center. We have some really cool the the um Moulton Hall's gotten upgraded. You know, softball, softball feels nice. Softball feels real nice. Tennis center probably needs to be blown up and you know start over. But is it nice by HBCU standards? Absolutely. But from like other like CAA standards, nah. We 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 are not in that ball league. And honestly, I don't want to, I think it's not good to be, have an HBCU as a doormat program in a conference that has a ton of resources. I mean, we can't, unless if we turn into a supernova program and we start getting our kids back, you know, like real, our real kids who go into like these University of Virginia's or these, you know, or these, um, or University of Maryland, if they can get them, if we can get them to come to Hampton, yeah, we can do that because you know people will be excited to see these young men in there, and people are excited to see the young men that we have in our program now. The only issue is that, oh man, it's just we can't win. You know, we'll, we'll struggle, man, because we don't have that kind of support. So, 
And I just don't want to be no doormat to them. And I don't, but I do, what I despise the most is, you know, you know, coming there, taking off a hat. Hey, we would like to join the conference, <laughs> you know, or, you know, no, and they, they, they laughed and show ass up out of here, you know. <laughs> you know, one so, thing I, I've discovered with all of this conference realignment stuff, like yeah. the, the, Boards of the schools, the presidents—they don't give yeah. a crap about what the fans think. It, it is—they don't care. Like yeah. the two of the—I—I I, I watched this happen real time. I watched yeah. Maryland leave the ACC and yeah. go to the Big Ten, and I watched Rutgers leave the uh, the Big East, Big which East, what yeah. which what it was, and then go to the Big yeah. Ten. And the fan—they yeah. don't. The teams don't fit in those new divisions. No, the fans. Went nuts I, and said, "Hey, what are we not. doing?" But they didn't care. They said, yeah. "Nah, we're going." Yeah. Like so, that's the same thing yeah. that happened. Just like we went to the yeah. Big South, we we'll wake up one day yeah. in the Big South, we'll wake up uh, some new, some new, yeah, some but new conference. If we go to CAA, man, it's like we ain't winning no games, man. Like, well, truth be told, we ain't winning the Big South yet. Yeah, we haven't. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we we haven't won. So no. Like we lost to Norfolk State. Like what in the hell? And we almost we were losing it to Virginia Union. These are bottom feeders. I'm not talking about Norfolk. Norfolk State is a bottom Norfolk, feeder. Yeah. yeah, but Virginia Union is a bottom feeder. It's division so, two. Hell, division Division two of the CIAA at the bottom of that. So hell no. You need to tell stop it. Yeah, that's the story right there. No, oh, nah. It's just like. Nah, I mean, for all, I mean, because I know, you know, the CAA, they got their own blogs too. So I'm, I'm sure they're going to be listening to this. So at the end of the day, Hampton's not coming. You know, we ain't coming. Hey, you know, you and, how, I, and trust me, y'all don't want Howard either. <laughs> I promise you. With Howard's politics, you don't want them either. Nah. And second of all, Howard's facilities, you don't want them either. Let's keep it real, CAA. Howard University doesn't have indoor plumbing in a stadium y'all don't want to go there and well, trust me let me let me explain this to you uh for folks in the caa howard is in the hood you are afraid of the hood there are bad things that go down in the <laughs> hood you don't want to go there to the hood uh, you, you know, know so be scared I'm, you know we can because trust me it's gentrified now. <laughs> now the CAA will be lucky to get Howard, but you know I did find it was it was comical that they were even discussed, and and, and not, I mean just Howard. from a fit. That's not that's not a fit, man. Hey, we're not, we're not, not a fit. fit. We're not a fit. We're not a fit. <laughs> Howard, you got to be kidding, man. Please, Howard got boarded up buildings on that campus. Talk about fit. Uh, you know who is a fit? Who who could potentially? No, Ooh. there's no, but maybe. Uh, what? Morgan State. Nah. No. <laughs> no. Not Cold no. Spring Lane. Nah, man. This is a whole thing about it, though. Coppin State. State. No. Oh, man. <laughs> 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 you know what, man? Coppin State. I mean, they basically a... threw out every HBC. Like, yeah, we're looking at all y'all. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let, let me explain this. CAA and the rest of you conferences. It ain't cool to have black uh, teams in your league. It ain't cool. I mean, I know it's like, oh, it's the end thing. Now. No, it ain't the end thing. We dangerous. We da- we're some dangerous. We dangerous. Leave people. us alone. <laughs> Leave us alone. We're dangerous. We're hey. dangerous. 
we will rob you. We'll come to your campus and we will rob you. <laughs> Leave us and alone. You know, we're, we're dangerous people. You don't want us there. So stay, stay away from us. Hey, along, hey, along yeah. those lines, the New Miac commissioner is a Hampton alum. Of course. I mean, come on. Man, Miac, Hampton is, you know, Hampton is the, the Darth Vader of HBCU. <laughs> I mean, I mean quiet is kept. We're everywhere, actually. We're everywhere. We are tentacle <laughs> to everywhere. everywhere. We're the Darth Vader of HBCUs. You know what I mean? You know, everybody always talks about, like, you know, Dion. Well, Dion, look, Dion ain't nothing but new money, man. You know, to stay, okay, yeah, they story, their story program. And we we get that, but when we talking about getting sh exclamation t done, uh, it's Hampton a and t, um, famu, you know that gets his stuff done, you know. So, and I'll I'll throw in the swag program, and I would say like just like getting stuff done, I would say it would be like uh, I don't know who Southern, yeah. So. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Them Baton Rouge folks down there, they, trust me, they they even worse bougie than Yeah, that. man. That's why that's why yeah. I, I grunted, man. Like every yeah. southern sports fan I I've met, I mean, they're truly delusional and crazy. Great I mean that, but are they like fam you delusional though? Like, no, okay. but fam you has a reason to be delusional. I mean, they you know, fam you yeah. is fam you, but yeah, family arrogant, but like they will still be cool with you arrogant. Yeah, like yeah, like AT, they arrogant, but you know, they knew arrogant. You could just like, man, get out of here. Yeah, they're cool, man. man. I mean, they country. I mean, I mean, they're, yeah. they're cool, cool country <laughs> folks. Nah, cool country folks. I mean, Southern they... at like, man, Southern folks, man, it's like, you know, with the little umbrellas and <laughs> you know, with the little bands and you know, and you know they they have a, a huge, I would say, uh, melanin uh, issue. You know, a light huh. skin issue. You know that whole thing, like the was it the Boule Society Southern, oh, yeah. whatever. And so, look at the end of the day, you know, we all family, but you know, some of us just don't like each other. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That that is true. So. But uh, yeah, CAA, we ain't coming, and it's leave not. us alone. So you know what? We need to go ahead and just chop this clip up, you know. And I'm sure they'll find it. Just be like, look, we ain't coming, but we're dangerous. Yeah. From leave us alone. HBCUs don't. You, you don't want an HBCU here. We'll come, and we're all all the students at Hampton, Norfolk. Howard, all of us are are thugs and we have knives and we're just dangerous. And we all like black, we all are in Black Lives Matter, not Antifa. Now, now, now watch somebody listen to this out of context. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> chop this thing up. <laughs> Everybody see, I told, well, I tell you, I told uh-huh. you. All right, uh, hold on. You know what's so funny, guys? I mean, folks from CAA, if you're listening, Hampton has so many Republicans on campus. Yeah. You know, yeah, we got way too many. We might have more you know. than some of them. We probably definitely we got way more. But you know what though? You know, we still ain't friends. We we're, we're only friends. Like Hampton is only friends with HBCUs. But you know what? We do have a, a PWI friend. I mean, we have Big South friends now. But our PWI friend, honestly, is Radford. <laughs> and 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 quiet is kept. Liberty. 
Oh, that is so true. Yeah. Because, yeah, we definitely. Jerry Falwell Jr. Oh, my God. You know, yeah. That's Hampton, you know, Hamptonians love liberty. We sure do. Yeah, sure. But that doesn't mean that you can you that we belong with you guys. (laughs) Doesn't mean that. Doesn't mean that, you know. (laughs) And hold on. And another thing, CAA, reason why you don't want Howard, that why you shouldn't have Howard as a conference member. Kamala Harris. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I know. Let me just say one more time. Kamala Harris. You don't like her. <laughs> oh and, yeah, and Hampton had uh what Vice President Trump um, um what's his name? Uh, Pence. the other one, Pence. Yeah, he, he's been at Hampton's camp. and DeVos. We had Pence and DeVos. Oh god, we did have oh, DeVos. Yeah, we yeah. might fit oh. right in there, man. Shoot, what are you no, talking about? No, but see, I don't want to be the whipping boy, I don't want to be the Herman King of that conference, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Yeah, Ben Carson, man. Ben oh my God, we don't want to be uh, Ben hey, Carson. Hey, hey, my black come friend. Out here. <laughs> Hampton, come out here, man. Ben, oh my God, that's what he's doing over there, man. Ben's such a credit to his race, man. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, oh, you know, oh, we need to end it on. All right, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take off, man. Hey, good luck to all the pirate sports teams this weekend. Everybody have a happy Thanksgiving and go Pirates. Go Pirates.